Welcome to track number 20 of Bima. Say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? Then I will prophesy, profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Amen. I never knew you. I never knew you. I never knew you. But I cast out devils in your name. I built churches in your name. But I never knew you. This, I think, is one of the most dangerous areas. Come on. You work for somebody, but you don't know the person. You, you can work for somebody you don't know. Now as the church is getting larger And larger And more people More people More people More people You can work for in the church without knowing me Even ever seeing me Which is a great thing Is that not so? Yeah It's beyond a person Now the way the system is You can actually end up becoming a pastor Without even knowing me and in fact, it should be because if we are going to have a thousand churches, you get it, or ten thousand churches. I mean, am I going to have to know every single pastor? Ten thousand of them. You are number six thousand seven hundred and forty-three. You are six thousand seven hundred and forty-four. I can't know everybody, and so we will, by all means, have to grow to a place where you can know everybody. Now, that knowing may come about. That not knowing the person individually has already started to take place. Because I remember also, for instance, you know, some pastors. Uh, you know, one time I remember there was a pastor. He was, he was running uh, one of our churches. And I realized that this fellow did not really know me and what I believed in. You see, when you don't know someone, you don't know what the person really believes and what, how he thinks. You see, because this fellow, for instance, didn't really understand even the concept of listening to tapes. You get what I'm saying? Because even though you don't talk to somebody physically, I mean, like you're sitting down and talking to the person, you realize that when I come, you are not far from me because you're always listening to me talking. Is that not so? So you don't feel that it's a stranger. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And so you realize that this fellow, even though he was in charge... Of a church, of a big church, and so on, did not really know me, what I believed in. You know, at a point, at a point, he was saying something, and when he said that, you know, we laughed. I laughed to myself, and we said, you know, one of the commonest questions that we ask in the church. What's the commonest question in the church? Are you happy? Is one of the common questions. Uh, is there joy? Okay, but if you are at smaller meetings, one of the common questions that we ask is, what do you think? Huh? Have you noticed that? What do you think? Well, if you know me, if you know me, one of the questions: What do you think? Huh? And then one of the answers is: I think about that. You know, <laughs> or I think so. <laughs> what do you think? I think so. <laughs> you get it. Now, 
such a person was even saying that you can't say your mind and when you are in the church and I was saying that it's a church that we are always trying to get people to say their mind in fact we even say that we feel nervous when people are quiet and they don't talk and they don't say whatever is that not so Pastor Richard? exactly so and here you are you, you don't know much about the church much about the ministry what we stand for what we believe you see then finally one day I decided look this fellow is not the right person to be at that place you know and I remember eventually the Lord said to me you know this is a very good lesson for you to see that you can work for somebody on behalf of somebody but you don't know the person so then I understood the scripture for the first time that you can actually work for somebody do things in the person because the person was running a big lighthouse church one of the big churches he was running the church but he didn't know me even though he should have and could have known me but he didn't know even taking exams and so on the person doesn't believe in that what we are doing we're taking exams let's do this like what is this we are just worrying the sheep we are worrying people you know people have come they want to i mean serve god they want to be in the church a small church that we are doing exams this that And I remember one time we're doing an oral exam, and then uh, I think uh, Reverend Saki asked this uh, person, "What is what does this verse? Uh, where is this verse? Very, very, I say unto you, this, 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 this." And the person said, "Romans something, 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 something." Now you are even don't even know that when the, we hear the word "very, very," I say unto you, who said "very, very," I say unto you, and then you are saying Romans something. So I'm not criticizing this fellow but what I'm saying is that I learned a valuable lesson from him because I've never understood how can you come and say I cast out devils you know how many have found this verse confusing how many have found this verse confusing I cast out devils in your name I did this in your name he said depart from me I never knew you so that is when I realized you can stand behind a lighthouse pulpit preach in lighthouse do things there on behalf of the church flow in the church but you will not even know the one who sent you or on whose behalf you are there because if you are a pastor in the church you are there on my behalf I sent you there even if you don't know that I sent you okay I'm informing you from today <laughs> do you see and you can do a lot but you don't know the person on whose behalf you are working and that was the first time that I understood the scripture that you can actually work for God in the name of Christ in the name of this but you don't actually know God yourself and if you really know somebody one of the questions that if you know the person when was the last time we talked you say you know me when was the last time we spoke when was the last time that you and I talked had a chat we don't pray 
we don't relate to God we don't hear from him we don't communicate with him and what does the Bible say the first commandment thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart with all thy mind with all thy strength and what does it mean to love God even to just know the person is even a first step yeah is it not some way when you meet somebody for the first time just one night you sleep with a person what do you think about it? Is it, is it, is it is it a good thing yeah it's not the best amen tell somebody it's not the best it's not a, don't do that again tell somebody don't do that again huh? <laughs> amen because you are doing something with somebody you don't really know you understand what I'm saying you are the I didn't know the cow spirit has come to the church again or what <laughs> hallelujah Amen. I said hallelujah and you must know that God is saying you can do a whole lot of things on my behalf but if you don't know me personally so that's why some of us here today if Jesus comes could easily find ourselves in serious trouble because you may have been appointed as Pastor Robert by Bishop Heward Mills but doesn't mean that you know God and you may have preached in a Christian church and even cast out devils in his name but you don't know God personally you don't have a personal relationship i can say you know i first somebody say I, I can talk to god and he speaks back to me and he said my relationship with god has grown into that kind of realm my prayer is not at, at first it, my prayer used to be just Ten o'clock. Okay. Now it's time for Bible study. And we are reading Bible and finish. Okay, now thirty minutes. You are not a, a Buddhist. You know? <laughs> you see, there is a level where you come to where you are communicating with a real person. That's why Benihin wrote a book, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. And that's why Yongito teaches that the level where you commune with the Holy Spirit you commune with God God becomes somebody that you know you grow into a relationship with him you fear him and you love him amen, amen. you respect him and you serve him and you talk to him he walks with me and he talks with me and that is why it's important you see some of you the reasons why you do the things you do is because you don't really know God if you knew God you would not become a rebel because God would tell you this is my servant don't behave in that way I sent him there but you don't know God you just know reading of Bible and occasionally praying even pray you don't pray much you see so there's very little communication life is communication the higher forms of life communicate like human beings I can be with Daniel Daniel stand up you are feeling sleepy I can be with Daniel here stand I can be with Daniel here because we have a high form of life I can communicate with him but he, if he was a horse I may talk to him he'll just be looking at me I may wave my hand I may say or oh, a cow <laughs> you are there now he has a deeper form of relationship he knows his wife in a deeper way apart from shaking of hands 
Amen. Do you understand? He knows his wife. I said, and Adam knew his wife. What it means is that you have an even more intimate and like inner personal relationship with the person. Because I can shake your hand. Have I had sex with you? Huh? Have I had sex with you as I'm shaking hands with you? Is that this is not this is not this is not there is a level of relating where you go you are more intimate. It's not more than handshake. Amen. Adam knew his wife. It was deeper than the shallow. As we come here, even unbelievers, arm robbers. One arm robber came to ask me for permission to come to church one day. I told him, You are welcome. Join us. Arm robbers, cocaine dealers, all kinds of people are in the church. So, what we do here does not mean that you know God. Shaking hands does not mean that you know somebody. There is a deeper level, and you need to know Him. Call yourself Papa, and I'll tell you, your ministry emanates from your relationship with God. When you meet somebody who knows God, you can see when you are talking with a person. It's not that he just knows about God, he knows scriptures, he knows verses, he knows this, he knows that, he knows whatever, but he knows God. I never knew you. This fellow I was talking about, he knows all about Lighthouse. He has been to so many branches of Lighthouse. He has been in Lighthouse for years. He has, but I realized that he doesn't really know me. Although he was working on my behalf, in my name, in the name of Lighthouse. And even doing well in the name. He was doing well. He wasn't doing badly. He was doing well in the name of Lighthouse. You see, so you can actually do well in the name of Jesus. No, but how can somebody who doesn't know God work in the name of Jesus and the demons will come out? Because it is the name of Jesus that cast out the devils and not you. The Bible says, and his name through faith in his name has made this man whole. The name. Through faith in the name has made this man whole. That's how the man was made whole. The man when Peter and John went and healed him, it was the name through faith in the name, not Peter, not the man, not the person who was holding the name, but the name through faith in his name has made this man whole. So the name of Jesus it works. It works even when you don't know him to that depth. And God is going to judge you that the first and greatest commandment, you didn't know me. You were in the church, but you didn't know me. Listen to me. This one, I don't know how it ends. When you get this one, there are some compulsory questions. When you get it wrong, you may get 11 of them correct, but you get one, this one wrong, it may make you disqualified. Have you done exams like that? There are some compulsory questions. Question one. And any other two questions. <laughs> this can easily be question one. Do you know why? Because it's the first commandment. Thou shalt love God. It could easily be question one and a composite question with any other ten questions. Answer. Amen. Do you know him? Do you find time with him? Let me give you a secret. We are ending. Do you want a secret? Pray in the night. Try praying in the night when you are tired. I have discovered some great blessings as I pray in the night. You know, like after church, pray. When you come on Sunday, instead of going to bed, pray. And I find out that the tiredness that I used to experience in the mornings, how many are tired sometimes on Mondays? Ah, your tiredness will go away when you start praying in the night. I'm telling you, try it. 
Because prayer gives physical strength. Your spirit, you see, when you die, your spirit goes out of your body. When your spirit is strong, your body is affected. That is why I fasted before, and I, I, the first time I tried to fast for three days. By the third day, I couldn't move. You know, I was lying there, my arm like this, my arm couldn't go. I remember I was fasting, I was in school, somebody brought homemade. My mother had come to visit me and I brought me homemade. And she was in front of the house. A person came to knock on. I was lying on the bed with my friend. Both of us couldn't move. <laughs> we couldn't move. <laughs> I'm telling you something. It was the third day. We couldn't move. <laughs> I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand. I couldn't move. I was, I was totally paralyzed on the bed. I mean, just lying there. I couldn't move. Now, I had not prayed much. So, by the time I found and the person brought the homemade and said, look, your mother says, I said, I can't come. Then the person said, then they went and then they brought the food. Then I, I said, take, take the food. <laughs> you take the food. So they took the food. Yeah, I couldn't move. when eventually we were able to move <laughs> and we woke out of that fasting I later decided to try this fasting again and this time I will pray in the night or around 4am and this time I was walking about normally and I, that is when I realized that prayer brings a certain strength you are fasting as if you are not you've eaten how many have experienced that before? You have fasted as if you no headaches, nothing. How many fast you get headaches sometimes? You don't enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <Stop. laughs> Face the wall. <laughs> yeah. Now, listen. You are there. I have found in recent times, because the Lord showed me, He showed me pray in the night so I started to pray have you ever wondered why Jesus prayed in the night after his programs Jesus Christ your savior he prayed in the night after he preached and done everything then he went into the mountain to pray not before the program to pray but after the program to pray you see our thing is that as we feel some heat and slight sweating then we the anointing has come sweating is not anointing sweating is not anointing salivating is not anointing anointing is not by that you prayed before so there's whatever but prayer sometimes after and in the night if you sit down you if you sit down you sleep me, I've slept many times when I pray. Sometimes I sit down and I'm praying. When I open my eyes, it's daylight. Totally in the morning. Because <laughs> I'm very tired, usually. I'm very, very, very tired. But I 
began to pray so much and it was such a blessing to me in fact it's one of my great secrets of this current era just to pray after service after church walk about a bit even 30 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes walking around just pray just pray pray after you've preached and everything sometimes i can pray till 3 a.m in the morning praying till 4 a.m praying and i'm so strong my children wake me up at six i don't have any headache i don't feel any but i get up and i just move oh yeah it's, it's like the opposite but I, thought I couldn't get up i couldn't do anything so a certain strength comes try it and god will speak to you yeah try to become the friend of god i see you knowing god in jesus name let this question never miss you when you see it as question one do i know you you must stand up and say this i know i prepared for it at a certain camp meeting that we had we were told you must become god's friend and you must be able to sit down and say lord what should i do and the lord will say do this and you must be able to say lord what do you think and the lord will tell you what he thinks when they came to break down our walls i remember when they told me i went as a they told me soldiers have come they've broken down the walls i said what what is good they broken down everything the flag poles everything they smashed the whole place they came in the night i said really and i went upstairs and i went by my bed there was a chair and i sat down with the wall behind me and i said lord what is this and the lord said to me i knew about it already don't worry it encouraged me immediately and then i just got up and i continued that was the same day that we found the property the very day that they broke the walls the day the same day that we found the property that we bought for 1.4 million dollars the very day of the breaking up i've never gone to search for any property that was the day that i saw the owner i talked about him the price i agreed the very day they broke the walls was the first time we found his house we found the property we found everything that day because god knew about it already has already prepared everything to prepare us to move from that place which we are believing god to move eventually soon one day amen I knew about it already. I knew about it already. I knew about it already. Are you the friend of God? Can God speak to you? Can God tell you? Can God tell you something about this person? Tell you what to do? Can God tell you to give this person some money? Can he say such things? Huh? Is God your friend? Do you speak to him? Do you talk with him? When was the last time we talked? You talked with God. When? You say you, are, you know God. When was the last time you spoke to him? You. I don't mean being the pastor's wife. Being the pastor's wife, look, you be the pastor's wife and you can go to hell. You see, women, you must realize that eh, some of you, if it were not for your husbands, you would not even maybe be a believer. And you may not even be in the church, much less in the ministry. And if you know, someone must realize that if your husband was not married to you, he would still have been in the ministry. So for some of them, for some of you. Amen. That's the reality. You must also know some of these realities. You see, but then you must go beyond that. That I am not just Mrs. So-and-so or the wife of so-and-so, but me personally, I also know God for myself. That is what makes the difference between a real woman of God and a tag-along. Do you know tag-along? I said, do you know tag-along? Just tagging along. Tagging along. Complain a little and just move along. No, you must personally know God yourself. And that's one of the things that attracted me to my wife because I found out that she knew God herself. It wasn't me who was making her a Christian or me making her pray or me making her read her. But she reads her, but rarely do I pray with my wife. 
We don't have family devotion or I didn't grow up with it. It's not part of my lifestyle. I have my private devotion. She also has her Bible studies and her prayer time. And my children also have their prayer time. Quiet time is part of their before they go out. They have to have quiet time. And they pray on their own. They speak in tongues and they pray. And they read their Bibles. Everybody has a quiet time in the house. Yeah. My children read their Bible. They can share with you this is what I have for my quiet time today. This is what I have for my quiet time today. All of them. You are there. You are there. You are there. You have to know God for it's not a group activity. Not a group. So that group devotional thing is sometimes deceptive. Do you know him yourself? And they say, I never knew him. Yeah, he was in the church. I don't dispute that. He cast out devils. No question about that. But I didn't know him. I don't know him. When was the last time we talked? If you start to know God deeply, your ministry will change. You will be a deep source of well, a well spring flowing and bringing life to many people. Thank you. Stand to your feet.